You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Camp Fucking Game Overtime Podcast. What's the what's the record in overtime now? Zero well, eleven losses. How do you miss the net? I get it if you hit it over the you think it's hit the glass because you shot over the net because you're going chop shelf. How do you miss the net to the side on a breakaway? That is that's like next level stone hands. Terrible. That's Can't score perfect. A goal. That's no Hannafin. And it's funny because I was thinking all game, I was like, man, Hannafin's actually looking really good tonight. Yeah, he was. Pisses me off with that move. But yeah, pretty sad. Pretty sad we've gone from like the one of the most dominant three on three teams. Even though apparently we added the most dominant three-on-three player to ever play the sport of hockey. You can't do jack Wrong. shit in overtime. <laughs> Wrong. As soon as he got his first shift in fucking three overtime games, goal against. I was ready to come on here. All my notes are in the game because I've been kind of spending all week just being like, okay, hey, this is going to turn around. They're going to turn around. They're going to turn around. The Detroit game was like a kick in the balls that caused an existential crisis across the entire fan base. Then they do what they always do. They have a bounce back game in Buffalo, suck you right back in. And then they look like they're coasting home to finally a couple decent wins, string a couple wins together. And then what, what the hell is with this team, man? Just when I think well, I'm out. It's Markstrom. That's what's the problem. Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. In both directions, right? Just when you think you're just when you think you're done, you're like, screw this, Detroit. I'm never I'm done. Play at Buffalo, suck you back in. Then they suck you back into, oh, yeah, they suck both ways. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, suck you sideways, eh? It's just crazy. Front, uh, front and back. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the crazy thing. like, And listen, I think there are some other issues. Like this team has no killer instinct. You could, you could tell as soon as Ottawa, right, that third period, it was kind of like, even after Dubé scored, you were like, eh. I didn't feel comfortable because they weren't didn't look like they were doing what they needed to like completely shut that game game down. I don't feel much of anything anymore, dude. Yeah. For the for the past three games, I've shut. I mean, my feelings. Yeah, feelings my completely. heart wasn't racing, but I was just like, I don't know if they're gonna win this still. And that they, uh, my heart was racing in the in the Rangers game. My heart was racing out of rage because which they blew. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's the thing now. Well, not now. It's been like that for a long time for the Flames fans, but we had a nice little intermission last year, but it's back to everything's back to normal. 2019, 18, 19. It's like it's like it's George. Like, it's the it's the macrocosm of just when it's the second you sideways again. They do it for, they do it for full seasons too. Eh? Yeah, I saw a good analogy about this where they just have like these these rebounds just like in now up down it's kind of like george when he's like becomes after he gets his toupee ripped off like i feel like this all the time it's like the flames have a good season and then they're back to being like 
Jekyll and Hyde, who knows what to expect every night. It's like George, when he, when he gets his two payoff, he's like, Jerry's like, you become like a bald again. It's like, yeah, I feel great. I'm totally inadequate, completely neurotic. It's a pleasure. It's like bald again. So they suck you off for an entire uh, season. (laughs) Get past round one. And then shit the bed. They shit the bed on you. It's waking up in a pile of shit. It's like waking up from a dream and you've shit your pants. (laughs) Waking up from that dream of a season and then it's just like a Connor McDavid shit turd right in your bed. It's having a dream when you have to shit so bad and you finally get to the toilet in your dream (laughs) and realize you're shitting the bed and you wake up. So that is. And Connor McDavid's overlooking you smirking with his ugly face. Yeah. Connor McDavid's like, you will watch highlights of me throughout your entire game and commercials of me throughout your entire game. And the broadcast will talk about me throughout your entire mission. And we will go on a heater while your team continues to suck. And I will refer to myself as McJesus. He's becoming a yeah. Like, is there no is there no shame? Is there no hey, I should cool it down? Dude, if someone referred to me as Jesus in any form of the word, I'd be like, okay, tone it down. Please don't do that. It's like Jerry, you must refer to me as Jerry the Great. It's like the maestro guy, right? Who walks? Yeah. Who wants to be called maestro? Well, he is a maestro. Well, I'm great. <laughs> did you see this? Let's just have a Seinfeld did, podcast. Did I don't want to watch the Flames anymore and talk about them. Did, did we you pivot? See the, did you see this interview? It's at yeah, the All Star game. Subban? Yeah, that's PK. Yeah, it was PK. He's asking McDavid and McKinnon what their nickname should be. And McDavid picks Jesus. <laughs> Who does that? He's am like, I am I like is this he's sociopathic? Dude, that's weird. So, yeah, I think I like that one the most. Yeah, like Jesus best. That's that suits me. Yeah, suits I think he me. said I think he said that. Yeah, I think that's me. the one. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. With my long flowing hair mm-hmm. off my neck, coming off my neck. I think if there was anybody, anybody who would just be just like me, it's Jesus. Okay, okay, Connor. <laughs> oh man. Sounds like me. Sounds like something I would do. <laughs> eh? Resurrect my team from the dead? Oh, he pretty much has. Well, every time I play the Flames. What are they? Eight comes oh back and, from the eight dead. Oh and two in their last ten. They, they think they lost a couple of they're they're falling uh, back. Uh, are they? Didn't they just lose some shit team? I don't even know. I, I don't know, I dude. Watch I'm at I'm at the the point in the roller coaster ride where I don't care anymore. I'm at the point. Well, I, I look. I really enjoyed. The I don't Rangers know where game. I'm at. I'm freaking lost, man. I really enjoyed the Rangers game. I thought it was very entertaining. I didn't like how we got pushed around, and then they beat us. But it was a good way. Lucic was there. That Rangers game reminded me of playoffs when you got a lead, you're starting to, you know, there's like five minutes left in the game, and the other team's pressing, your heart's pounding out of your chest. Like, that's that was intense. They followed up with another stinker. They got to have one week 
Yeah, they got to get their quota in there. They have they the gone one? Stinker. Have they gone one stretch of game without an absolute stinker? No. They got to get one a weekend. Go to Detroit, score one goal on the road. What did Daryl say after the game? Pretty hard to win by scoring one goal on the road. Yeah, he says you need a big goal. This is yeah. He used to be able to win one nothing on the road when he had Iggy and Kipper in net. Not so much anymore. It was at that point where I started to lose feeling. Because... Well, you can see him too. He's just like, "What the shit do I have to do here?" Dude, you can only get jerked around for so long, and you're just like, "Fuck!" I'm cat enough just getting jerked around here. The Rangers game, followed by the Detroit game. It's like, okay, this is the second half. Can we make some changes? Do you have to keep sucking? Does that have to be part of the process? Sucking on a weekly basis. So, I mean, you said it best after the Buffalo game. That's their response. I mean, the first period was pretty shitty. There's Markstrom again. Two shots. I should. (laughs) Two goals on three shots. And guess what? That's like, what, five minutes into the game? You're halfway into the game. They still have three shots. Still up 2 nothing. The screenshot the screen grab of the year that describes the year. It's like five minutes into the second period shots are like 24 to three and we're down to nothing. Well, they came back in the second period. They came out like gangbusters, turn that game around. But I, am I a little bit more wiser than you? I don't yes. know. You said it perfectly. Okay. That was a great game, but I'm not buying in unless yeah. they beat Ottawa. But I wasn't even at that point. I was just like, fuck. I'm still not. So now I'm going to have the game on. I'm hesitant to fucking get emotionally bought back in. It's tough. And then this whole, the whole game, the Ottawa game. You're up 3-1, dude. It's Ottawa. You got the game in the bag. How come... When we have the lead, the other team always makes it interesting. Seems to be like the thing. They have no, I don't know, I don't know what this is. They have no, and again, this is what was so great about last year. I don't always want to talk about last year, but it's like whenever there was the slightest bit of like resistance or something getting off track, they killed it instantly. You're not coming back. What game was it? Who did we just play where they almost came back from a was it a six goal deficit? Oh yeah, it's ringing a bell. I mean, this all these games blend together. Like that's my point. Is like they're going to make it interesting because they can't win. I mean, they they've done it what three times? Well, San San Jose and Buffalo those are the three non goal one games. Well. And the, the worst thing is that the reverse is true. The Flames are 0-11-2 when trailing after two periods. Worst record in the league. Only team that do, don't have a win. Just about reverse that in uh, New York. But no, couldn't hang on. So you can't – teams keep getting back into games. And you, you I, I, at one point, the stat was the Flames had the most blown leads in the league. I'm sure that's still true. So you have the most blown leads. Even if you don't have the most, you're one of the worst teams at blowing leads. You're also the worst team at coming back. 
don't like your playoff chances. <laughs> it's probably not a good recipe for success when you can't hold the lead and you can't come back when you get down. What are you supposed to do? How do you win games? And that's what I keep looking at. I'm like, okay, they're still technically in a wild card spot. Minnesota gets a point tonight. So they're like, Minnesota's in the wild card spot. But like, how have they? Even, I feel like I haven't even seen a win this year. Uh, if I just like, if I try to think, when did they win a game this year? Like, just because I remember the Buffalo one from yesterday. But other than that, I'm like, when, when, when's a win? When did they win a game? I have no clue. I can't even pick one out of my brain. They're nine, based on our quick arithmetic before this, they're nine, seven, and two against teams in the bottom, like bottom 12 teams. So they've lost nine games to teams who are like bottom 12, bottom 10 teams. Seven, nine, and two. Yeah. Nine, seven, and two. They've won nine, nine and lost nine. Like, what? What are you doing? Why have you lost to Nashville twice this year? Why have you lost to Chicago? You're the only team in the league who's lost to Chicago twice. You've lost to Columbus. You've lost to Montreal twice. You've lost to Ottawa. Like this is the North Division year. Remember when it was like they were? It was like, well, they're still in it, and they got some games against Ottawa coming up here. Then they lose. Yeah, like yeah. every time. I, that's what it was. Uh, this was when Ottawa was like. Well, they're bottom, still bad. Too. Yeah, but this was like even. This is like when they were like, yeah, worse. they might pick first overall this year. They were clinically bad. That was right. We're bro. We're on the bubble. What? Don't worry. We got four games in a row against Ottawa. Lose all of one, them. One and three. <laughs> Great. But you're you got this two goal lead. You, I'm sitting there tonight watching this Ottawa game, and you can't help but like, okay, this is good. Fucking beat Buffalo. I beat was, off, yeah. Beat Ottawa. That's maybe, what I was doing. Maybe, but in the back of my head, I slapped myself. See, you're smarter than me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Put my hand in that fire again, eh? Didn't learn the first hundred times. <laughs> so when they scored the first goal, I'm like, of course. There's, there, I don't have any feeling anymore. There's no disappointment because I'm half expecting it every fucking time. My expectations coming into the game aren't high. My expectations coming into the next period aren't great. I still thought we had that one. I still thought we had that one in the bag. <laughs> Me too. But when they score the one goal, Mike, okay, here we go. It's gonna get interesting. At least we come. This is the this is my mantra. This this season. If you have a lead semi late in the game or in the third period, you go, at least we're gonna get a point out of this. That's all I can cling to anymore. And you know we're not gonna fucking win in overtime. Doesn't matter who we're playing. Bottom of the league, probably still going to lose. Detroit, probably still going to lose. Chicago, probably still going to lose. Columbus, we'll trip two guys and score, but probably should have lost. <laughs> who was the, the goalie tonight? I don't even know how to say his name. But all Folks, I know is his second NHL start. Of the first of the season. The third string goalie, folks. Can't beat him. Hey, Markstrom, how'd you fare tonight? You were the weaker goalie again, Markstrom? Does this guy play in the NHL? How much money does he make, Markstrom? We should just, there should be a clause in Markstrom's contract where he has to pay a percentage. Whoever he loses to, he gets the salary. He gets that salary instead. For the night. 
Yeah. Or prorated or whatever. That's a what's a is there a, is there a thing as a negative bonus? Yeah, that's, that would be great. It's a it's a takeaway. We'll call it the five hole bonus. And why it's, it's, I, my, I don't know why he's starting games. Dude. Like and I have been definitely more like, yeah, maybe give him a like, blah, 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 whatever. Give him a run. I under, I kind of understand Daryl trying to get him going. But like we have, if Jacob Markstrom is not in, Jacob Markstrom is the reason we're not we're where we are. Like that's the bottom line. We were just looking at some stats before he jumped on here. And through 53 games last year, and this is really interesting because I would never have thought this. Through 50, so not counting tonight. The stats haven't been updated, so this will be worse. But you're like, okay, the Flames definitely aren't scoring as much this year, right? No, actually, they're scoring at a pretty much very similar clip as they were last year. Last well, year, mean? Five, we can't we can't score a big goal ever. Are you well, serious? There's, there's that, but it is surprising. Last year, through through 53 games, Flames were seventh in five on five goals in the league. This year, they're eighth. So very similar. Base. Um. Through 53, here's Gee, where the, what's here, the different. What's here's the big where we get into then? the differences. Through 53 games last year, their expected goals against per 60 minutes were fifth best in the league. This year, fifth best. Fifth best. They have the fifth best expected goals against per 60 minutes in the league. Best. Through, fifth, fifth best. through 53 games. They're the fifth best team at limiting quality scoring chances at five on five. And last, Yet, year, last year, they were first? Last year, they were fifth. No, fifth okay. both years. Oh, so this, this is the exact same team. Yes. Gee, what's exactly what, what's they're, actually different then? They're scoring at the same, they're scoring goals a little less than last year, but Lee in relative to the league, both the same. They're preventing chances at the exact same rate, five on five. Their five on five save percentage was third in the league through 53 games last year. 29th this year. Why couldn't fucking he get hit by her car? Riding a scooter to fucking dinner. Why is it always the bad luck? <laughs> can't we Maybe get we should arrange some, like a happy. Can we get struck with some good luck? Maybe we could arrange some sort of terrible happy players Gilmore get thing. hit by cars. Couldn't our worst performers get hit by cars? Daryl's that's just too like, much to ask for. Daryl's just like begging him to take a scooter. No, go ahead. No, you just ride it. <laughs> you can ride it through crosswalks. It's totally fine. Before you go, have this Mickey. Just go. Just go for it, Jacob. Just Actually, go for a ride on better, the scooter. Jacob, it's better if you hold the Mickey in one hand, drive the scooter with the other, and test out the speed on that thing. Crank it up. We'll see you later. Crank it up. Take some. Take some tight turns. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> If I have an echo, don't worry, it won't last long. I'm freezingly moved and I got more stuff on the walls. Shouldn't be as bad as last time, but <sighs> but I don't know. Like that's the difference. Like Dude. obviously Huberto has not been good. Cadre's like your best players haven't been your best players, but at the end of the day, Mar- like he's let in the last three Dude. shots of the game. Is it is ridiculous. Every single game, he lets in an early goal or two. Every single game. And tonight, he let in the last three shots in the, of the game. The well, when would the first... I missed the first goal because I didn't get home till late. But, like, well, that was, what, the fourth or fifth shot? Second. Second shot. 
There you go. I don't I mean, know why it, they don't. It, it, it's a breakaway. So you say, oh, I guess it's not his fault. It's well, still a, it's still save, a second. Make a save, bro. That's your job. That you is your job as a $6 million goalie. You get paid $6 million a year to make saves. You're 29th in the league in save percentage. Have a scooter ride. Dude, at some point, because I, 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 I know, obviously, I think I know what Daryl's doing. No, we're going back to the number one. No, we're going back to the number one. Because, like, on paper still, if you're if you're managing your roster and your team, Mark Stroom is still your, your number one guy on paper. And I, I think I know what Daryl's doing, where it's just like, ride it out, ride it out. What is it? Force it through, right? Like... It's gonna it's gonna turn around. It's not. At some point, Daryl needs to make a decision managing his roster that Daniel Vidar is now the starting goalie. Is that that's probably gonna happen soon, right? Like Daryl's not an idiot. He has his means and his methods. And sometimes we fucking challenge the shit out of him. But usually if you stick around long enough, they they make sense. And when a better solution comes, like Pelche is obviously a better solution than Lucic. Lucic, is he the best player on that line? Yes. Better than Huberto. He but doesn't spend Audrey every. Tonight. He doesn't spin around in circles every time he touches the puck. So. So I mean, you know, Daryl was pretty quick to to fix that when a better solution came along in, in Lucic. I'm just. I think probably what we're going to see here in the next week or two is the actual official switch. With starting gold goaltenders, he has to. Oh, he has no choice. Like what? Did, like what did you just say? How many games are left in the season? If you're going to actually try and make the playoffs and get really serious now, you have to go with the guy who's more likely to get you a win. Why does he let in a goal at the beginning? Five in the five first five. It's always five shots in, dude. He can't do it. Who is tracking this stat? Like he has to have let like. Oh, dude. He, he, he doesn't he even was, have – he has one win in his last, like, 10 games. They were tracking that stat, like, 12 games into the season here, and he had, like, seven games he'd let in the first unreal. shot. It hasn't even changed. He's still doing it. What is wrong with him? What is wrong with Hero? I mean, Hero's been better. But, like, how do you just mentally – like, is it, it has to be mental. Dude, right? if, if, if Markstrom – and Huberto were even a fraction of where they're supposed to be at or where they were at last year. This team is battling for first in the Pacific without a doubt in my mind. Oh, easy. I mean, like, I was chatting with another Flames fan the other day, and you're just sitting there, you're so frustrated. You're like, fuck, we suck. We can't win these games. We're losing one. We're scoring one goal again. Yeah. We're losing 2-1 to Detroit. 2-1. Fucking Chicago. It's just like, it's... So frustrating, and you're and you're like fuck. We're not gonna make the play. Like you play a game like this, you're like how does this team make the playoffs? Like we're doing this every week. You have to have a stinker every week. So there's a lot of yo-yo action. I mean, it seems like there's more fucking stinkers in there. Fucking... And I mean, even in the stinkers, like okay, the Flames, you shouldn't lose to Detroit, but 
I mean, it wasn't like Detroit dominated them. It was just like a goal from your best player and you win that game. How about a shift? How about a chance? He's the only like just how about your Hubert for a second. He's the only player on the Flames who did not have a shot attempt or a shot. Actually, Lucic didn't have a shot, but Hubert was the only player who didn't have a shot or a shot attempt. Like, what are you doing, bro? Against against Detroit. Against Detroit. So it's like you 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 look at these games where it's like we have lost eleven overtime games and. God knows how many other, like, how many one-goal games. They put the stat up there. I don't remember what it was, but it's a shit ton. All these one-goal games, it's like, hey, if top players, and I'll include Kadri and, like, Lindholm in there, too. They've not been, like, massive difference makers. But if your best players get some goals for you and your goalie doesn't fucking suck, like, (laughs) suck. Like, this is what's so maddening. They're fine, except... Their best players don't score, and their goalie sucks. It's unbelievable. Like, you literally have, like, the backland line out there dominating night after night. Dominating. Dominating teams. They're, like, the best line in the league by a freaking mile. Like, on, like analytically speaking, yes. If, like, actually. You're not even saying that. Yeah, like, actually, like, it's been crazy how good those guys have been. I mean, like, you've got guys like Zadorov, you know? He's got freaking, like, eight goals. And then it's just, like, the top line comes out and just, like. Oh, Pelche is the best player on that line. He's literally the motor on that line. He played good tonight. He's played good every game. He was the fucking spark to spark the comeback against Buffalo. Dude, you're telling me anybody else on his first goal in the NHL is skating as hard as he did to get to that place to score that goal? No way. Dude, he was so stoked. You see him celebrating on the bench when Huberto comes off the ice. And... Could he maybe just like donate some of like can we get a freaking heart transfer from Pelche to arrest these guys? This is what they always say about young guys in the lineup, right? That's why it's we need that we've seen this right. Get an infusion of excitement and youth and exuberance. Somebody gives a shit in there. Someone who has a fucking heartbeat instead of Lucic, who's sitting there in the most tense game of the entire year, picking his ass. Like, what's he doing against the Rangers? Watching fucking his teammates get absolutely obliterated by Jacob Truba. And then you know, like Kadri, like, dude. I have not seen an obliteration like that in a long time, dude. <laughs> that was. It was complete. That was like FNUF level obliteration. What like? All right, let me. Let's, I want to finish this. This. Yeah, I've got golf. Let me on finish this one point with this conversation I'm having. And you're sitting there, you're so frustrated. How do you fuck? Because you're you're you have you have to feel that frustration so often. Once or twice a week, another stinker. And again, we've had, we've said this. It's one thing if you're losing games, but fuck, you should have won or whatever. I mean, you know, it's different. But when the, when there's there's no heartbeat or fucking can't be a riot every night, bro. Then it gets so frustrating. But then you're like, where? Wait, where are we in the standings? How are we in a wild card spot? And it's just like, hey, the division's so weak. You're still you're still hanging around. So you want to be hopeful. Could you imagine if, like, hey, Hubert was on pace for what? 
We talked about this in the last podcast. Like the uh, I don't biggest know. drop off. Yeah. 60 something points. Well, less than that, 55, maybe. So say he hits 62 points. If he's lucky. Dude, even if he had a drop off to like 80 points yeah. or even 78 or 75, we'd probably be have we'd probably have what 20 more goals? Easy. In all these one goal games, you tell me we don't have at least five more wins. Ten more points? We're not there. Ten more points. You're first in the division. So much of this team's lack of success this season can be literally pinpointed on two players, two of your highest highest paid players, soon to be your highest franchise ever played player. <laughs> Don't I see this every fucking every game when you're just like, where is this guy? <laughs> Where is he? It's 2-1 against Detroit. Detroit! Where's Jonathan Huberto? So many games, I'm like, is he even playing? Mm-hmm. Unless you start looking for him, like, oh, yeah, there he is. You know how many times I've done that? It's like second period. I'm like, wait, is he even playing? Like, Oh, yeah, there he is on the line. There he is galloping around. How come I haven't noticed him yet? He had some good shifts today. I like the little spin movie he does entering into the zone. The spin move is the new Kachuk between the legs. Except probably even more annoying to me. So, too many nights he's non-existent, dude. And it's not like he has to be scoring. He has to be point producing. Yeah. He has to be effective. He has to be an impact maker on the game. I don't give a shit how many points he has. Exactly. So, but like... After the game, you go on social media, say something, and like the the. <laughs> Do you see this on Instagram? The train that there's a lot of this big train of thought. Don't worry, he doesn't make ten point five yet, <laughs> dude. You know how many times I've seen that? It's like that makes it worse. <laughs> how much would so he be getting people... paid in free agency if he if he wasn't signed right now for what he's done this year, dude? <laughs> Not you know six many, million you know how much money you could have saved. Gonna pay him less than six. What does he make now? Five point nine. Fucking give him a demotion. <laughs> Seriously. Well, what you try to do with Johnny in the year in the bowl year? So I don't know. Like a lot of people. Yeah, I, that's. Are, are I don't. Know, already, I don't know already, if that's just people cope. Like that's some serious copium. Yeah, we're gonna excuse you for the entire season. Go ahead. Next season. Next year, when you're a year older and making double. The pressure will be less. Yeah. Oh. Don't worry. Don't worry. He'll be good then. Or it's Sutter's fault. Well. Oh yeah. Just to wrap up on the Huberto thing, the the that's what pisses me off more because him being at five point nine this year was people forget this was part of the Kachuk trade. Like that was part of the like why this works is because you're getting this guy in the prime of his career when he's supposed to be one of the best players in the league at 5.9 million so you can build out the rest of your roster, right? That was supposed to be the key to this is like you're getting a year of him at a discount. That was literally, that was like how, wow, great move because you're getting him while he's not making very much money, right? And that's what made his huge contract extension like more palatable and like, yeah, you can live with that because you're getting one year of superstardom at a huge discount and then a few more years at a premium, but you're getting three to four superstar years, one of them at a massive discount. That's part of what this trade was supposed to be. 
and it's not been that. Yeah, in one of your air quotes window years. In the window year. In the peak of Brad Tree Living's work. His masterpiece. So the fact he makes less makes it worse this year because this was supposed to be, with him being allocated to that dollar figure, this year was supposed to be the best iteration of this team roster-wise. This truly was the summer of George, wasn't it? Totally. I fucking called this shit when they were calling the meme because people who don't understand, don't, Watch Seinfeld. We're saying summer of Brad, and if you know, if you watch Seinfeld, the summer of George is when George proclaims he's going to have this grand summer, and then does nothing except get fat and break his legs, and it ends up a cripple. So yeah, it, it is one hundred percent accurate. So now it's come full circle, and I feel redeemed. Right? You guys, you got it. guys get hit by cars. What was the? Uh, oh Jesus Christ! You're doing some. Uh... Okay, so good. Point by uh oh shit, what's that guy's name on Twitter? Fiery Breadman. He was like, This has all gone downhill since we tried to curse Jake Ottinger in the playoffs. It's true. And I was calling this out at the time, like there's all this demon and shit. For, and for the record, it wasn't those guys being funny when Jake Ottinger's going to the, to the bench to get water and they're got the jerseys over their heads and doing the fucking weird faces and shit. That was funny. That was hilarious. You're talking about people legitimately. I'm talking about like Reddit and like full on like, okay, there was like demon summoning cursed demonic shit like in the dark parts of the internet. Actually real. And people, I people said, track. don't do that. And look what's happened since they tried since since you can trace the flames downfall to this Jake Ottinger curse shit. Since they tried to summon a demon, the flames lost <laughs> lost to the Oilers in the most embarrassing <laughs> fashion on earth. Like and this to losing to the Oilers has had a sp- way more worse effect on my life than Johnny Joe leaving or any of that shit. Because every time you see an Oilers fan, right, it's just the worst. They have that on us forever now, dude. The other day, oh man, there's like, oh my god, they're so bad. So there's they, that. One, someone was having it out with uh, see a red Twitter guy, and um. I just like yeah, it was, it was really just trying to say how bad Calgary is as a franchise, which is the funniest thing because when your franchise are you self aware there, bud? No, historically, statistically, is actually worse, and you don't recognize that. Like you said, you're not self aware, but that is the Edmonton Oilers fan it's the essence. That is the DNA. So, anyways, I just said yeah. Go check the. The league's worst. He's in the last thirty years. Winning percentage. Go check number thirty. Who who is it? But anyways, I'm fucking. If could you imagine they didn't have Gretzky or McDavid? They they would their franchise even exist? They would have fucking sold ages ago. It's like a cosmic. Like this is the worst timeline. Like that those we motherfuckers li- should never. They should be so grateful. That's what I'm saying. Like, and they're so the opposite. The two greatest fucking hockey players to ever play the game because that's what it's going to come down to. This has never happened in any other sport, has it? Like, no way. They should be so grateful that they would like, how does it, how does it work? You're so grateful like you make it, you deal with God, okay, I'll give me these two players and I'll never yes. fucking sin again or some shit. Exactly, but it's the opposite. They're like got them from the devil and like sold their soul for some cheap sweatpants or some shit. It's just brutal. So did we, the devil made a deal with the, Maybe. With the Reddit fans and said, okay, you'll give you this. this we'll give you this win. game seven win, but. 
And guess Lose. who will score it? Yeah, Johnny, Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau. But you have to dreams. sell your soul. It's too perfect. You have to sell your soul. And then follow the downhill sequence sense. The guy that scores you the, the first series winning, the first series win in how many years? The guy that scores a series clinching goal walks. Best best player since Jerome McGinley franchise history requests a trade. Who, um, what, who is now entering. Dude, he's just hitting his prime. Right before hitting his prime. Hey, what in my prime? Top five in scoring. He has more than double Puberto's points. Just... Hey, that sounded like you said Puberto, which I have not heard yet. <laughs> hey, his I'm, new beard. I'm going to add to the repertoire of making fun of Jonathan Huberto post game. Jonathan Puberto, everybody. I don't know what you got. <laughs> his beard this. is okay, though. It's not a pube beard, which is nice. He's, he is a good looking guy. Hey folks, just a word from some sponsors. So DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to a thousand bucks. You can make your first bet up to a thousand dollars, and if it doesn't win, you can get another shot to cash in. You can throw it out on all major action for golf, MMA, baseball, everything. There's same game parlay spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You have endless betting options. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to a thousand bucks. That promo code is THPN, only a DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. If you're antisocial like me and you don't like people coming up to you and talking to you when you're in public or you just want to be left alone, you may find yourself wearing headphones a lot in public. I know I do that. It's a great hack. So this week, you can get a good deal at buyraycon.com on wireless headphones. Raycon is premium audio at a perfect price point. You don't have to break the bank to get some good quality wireless headphones. They have more than headphones too. They have low latency gaming headphones. They have speakers that will last all night. They have you covered for whatever you need audio wise. So if you're ready to buy something small with a big impact, go to buyraycon.com THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com THPN to score 15% off. If you want to save 20 bucks on some tickets to a sporting event or a concert, you can use our promo code in the dome pod over at seatgeek.com on your first purchase. So you'll save 20 bucks on your first purchase of 50 bucks or more with our promo code in the dome pod. Back to the show. What happened next? Oh yeah, so we lose Gaudreau and Kachuk. Uh Oliver Shillington vanishes from the face of the earth. Dude, he's like literally Gone missing off the face. Uh, Jacob Marstrom absolutely goes from Vesna finalist to worst goalie in the league. Jonathan Huberto goes from setting the uh, record for assists in the league by a left winger in one season to setting the record by a player in points <laughs> drop off from season to season. Um, Rasmus Anderson gets hit by a fucking car riding a scooter. Anything else? What else I'm happened? Sure, I'm sure there's a few things. Other, more. So, yeah, it's all, it's all comes back to that stupid curse. This is why I'm like, how are you in a wild card spot? The Avalanche, I guess that's the answer. I guess everyone okay, else so is like Minnesota's really bad. Can we? So, how do you unsummon a demon? Like, what do you? What do you? Get I don't know. We need some exorcism stuff going on. Maybe that's what happened to Markstrom. Maybe he's possessed. Yeah, weird. <laughs> I don't know. If you have the answer, 
Say a prayer or something for the flames. And for Jacob Markson. Say two for Jacob. Why couldn't... Uh... No, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> I, already, what are you, I already tiptoed over the line with wishing you got hit by a bus. Well, you said car. Buses, maybe. <laughs> Look, I was kidding, folks. No, you weren't. I've never really... No one's ever really complained about... Have you have you had any complaints about inappropriate I jokes? Every, no. I think everybody knows we're straight up joking when we. I'm not. <laughs> Listen, when I heard it was Anderson who got hit by a scooter on a car, I was like, "That's the the least surprising news I've ever heard in my life." <laughs> what is he? What do you? My first thought was like he obviously wasn't drunk enough. <laughs> well, the way the flames tweeted out the tweet, I thought he was dead. You read, you read the tweet, and it's like the flames are like, "We're sad to announce it." Yeah, literally, it was like at approximately six p.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's sick. Uh, yeah. In Detroit, Michigan, at Crosswalk, Rasmus Anderson was tragically struck on a scooter <laughs> by a vehicle. And then, like the next tweet is like, "He's okay. He passed all tests." <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? But he was dead. You know, like everybody, t- like literally everyone reading that was like, holy shit, I thought he was dead when I was reading that. The way they phrased that was unreal. Oh, man. Like start when you have a tra- start with he is fully, he is totally okay. <laughs> oh, oh fuck, that's funny, dude. I don't even know what I was thinking, man. I'm just like, of course. I'm not surprised by anything anymore. Yeah, dude. I was like, oh yeah. Was like, hey, the game. Sounds about right. Ottawa scored one goal to make it close. Yeah, not surprised. Ottawa tied it up. Not surprised. Well, we're going overtime. We're probably gonna lose. Lose. Yeah, not surprised. Rest so like I I just like that's hit by a car. That's I'm me surprised. watching games right now. Is no feeling. Rest was hit by hits by a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not surprised. Whatever. Shouldn't have summoned the devil. <laughs> Seriously, that's what you demonic get. curse plaguing our franchise. Yeah, whatever. Is or is the Weidman curse over yet? Or are we still paying for that one too? I think we're always going to pay for that one. <laughs> okay, great. Seriously, do we like maybe? Yeah, I don't know. We need some. We need to start drafting some some other Teresa like characters. Hey, like to bring some balance bring into the organization, or like what do we need to do here? Because I can't take this much longer. Yeah, this is getting too much. And it's just like so, I don't know, like the thing with the Detroit game is that it really did trigger like an existential crisis amongst fans. Ooh, where it yes. was like, where it was like, so you have those games like, and it happens a lot with the Flames where it's like those games where it's like, yeah, what the fuck has this franchise even been doing the past 30 years? It was one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, I even asked you, I'm like, we should maybe think about Recording because it was one of the yeah the the emotional tension was at all like the, I guess the barn burner went off. Did you watch it? People were I saying, watched it. it to me. And, and, and yeah, but you're right. It was one of those games, and then you're half halfway into the first period against Buffalo, down two nothing. Yeah, they got they got three shots on goal, and you're just like, this is fucked. So, anyways, I'm not. I know you said you're not bought back in unless they beat Ottawa, which they didn't. So, who's yeah. next? Do we play another shitty team next? 
Well, we're back at home. I think maybe if we just get a home stand, maybe that we could. Oh, we got Detroit home at home. Stand? We got Detroit and then New York will probably run us out of the building. Oh, fuck. If you can't beat Detroit. The Rangers look good. The Rangers look real good. I would give my left nut to have somebody as energetic as Truba on our team. What do you mean Lucic doesn't do it for you? Oh, yeah, I forgot. So this is my favorite thing. Everybody's like, game of the year. That was a fun game to watch for once. That was like, hey, when Matthew Chuck was on our team, that was every that was a Tuesday night. Well, my thing was like, could you imagine that yeah, game I know. With, with Matthew Kachuk? Kachuk? That would have been like fucking potential for off the tracks all over again. We'd be making t-shirts for fuck's sakes. And Mr. Fucking No Riot. No, you know what? I've had it with Lucic. Like, I don't know why I went off about this. I was talking to somebody about it, but I was just like, I can't, I'm counting down the days until he's not on this team because like, what is the, I don't understand why people like this guy. He gets here. Bill Peters doesn't play him because he sucks. He mopes so much that he's threatening to retire. Yeah, I'm going to retire. And his <laughs> the only reason he doesn't is because his best buddy, who's just a goof, takes over the team and starts playing him 20 minutes a night. Um, he tells Matthew Chuck to get bent and says he's too too much and he's got to cool it in a season where there's literally in the shitter. There's no fans in the building. He's trying to get the team riled up. Stop doing that. Uh, Tamper your riot. Your team lost again and then proceeded to get embarrassed by another player on the other team flipping a puck at one of your players. Stop doing that, Matthew. It's okay. Let him do it. I'm a leader. Just let him flip the puck at you. I don't want to riot every night. I don't want to go home. It can't be right. He freaking never, never fight his Oilers buddies ever. He fought Nurse once and went easy on him because he didn't want to hurt him. Like that really pisses me off that he doesn't get engaged in Battle of Alberta's. Like really pisses me off. Well, he's better now, but he was completely disengaged for the first ten and it's like, or so. It's like now, like a game, like the games where the only reason you're on the team is for games like that. Apparently. Appa- so yeah, appa- this is all in theory, too, right? So we're told. Night it's in, never night in out. reality. Dude, I thought he was going to fight. I legit thought he was going to fight. No. The broadcast. Remember the broadcast after the first intermission? Holy shit. What's his face has coming for him now? Oh, no. He Did he even hit me one the rest of the game? Well, what were his stats? He Zeros? All zeros. Dude, jack shit. You sent that to me. Well, he got freaking murdered on ice, too. He was playing a lot that game. He was on the ice for like nine scoring chances against. Expected goals is below 20%. He had like two two hits. There's there's murderers happening all around him. Yeah, and he's just watching. Gonna be a riot, guys. (laughs) Chris Tan. So Chris Tanev, who literally is half dead, he he fights. What is is he doing? Oh, look, I. Well. Dude, I take my hat off, okay? Because I, I think that I don't know. How to see, yeah, fuck, dude. The guy just came back from a fucking. What did I say to you, dude? We're going to the break. Tanner gets injured. <laughs> I'm like, dude, he's getting back. He's because yeah. of fucking animal. If but he got he hit by that car on that scooter, he would have been playing. Oh yeah, he wouldn't have missed it. He wouldn't have missed a practice. Nobody would even known it happened. It's like Chris, why is your leg bleeding? Oh yeah, I got hit by a car on the way here. Like, don't you think you should go to the hospital? No. Nah, okay. Probably fine. <laughs> All right. Lou teaches. Lou teaches. 
just like it's embarrassing. And that's what pissed me off because that was a great game. I don't that, but I was just left with like, I was left that game being sad that we're the team that gets bullied now, right? Like yeah, we, with, we, with we apparently, with the, apparently the biggest, the yeah, the toughest, biggest man on the team. Like we used to be the team, right? Remember, that would like piss Neil, everyone off. Remember the Neil for Lucic? Oh, don't worry, you just created a or created a nuclear threat to a, nerd, yeah, for nuclear, a nuclear deterrent. deterrent. Yeah, he's fought once this. Has he fought this year? Fought once this year. No, he well, I think he put three in since the second half. Hasn't he? Here's your nuclear deterrent, Lucic, <laughs> thirteen. Point three nine, yeah, nice minutes of ice time or 13 minutes 39 seconds of five on five ice time against the Rangers. In probably look, there was plenty of broadcasters saying that was the most entertaining game of the year, and it was that was fucking entertaining. You've said this recently, bring back the violence, more entertaining. Well, it's funny because everybody's been talking about oh, hockey's not popular because the all star game sucked. Viewership's down. How can we make it more fun and get scoring up and make it accessible? It's like, here's how you make hockey popular. Make it violent again. Hitting, fighting. That's what people like. Less Connor McDavid commercials. Exactly. More fighting. Well, how about more power plays and make the nets bigger and more fun? No. How about more power plays? How about more murderous body checks and pounding fists into face? That's what people like. like. Let's make it more (laughs) <laughs> Let's make it more like soccer. Watch the Oilers play. Just fucking diving all over the fucking ice. Well, it's so it's entertaining. They win seven three. Oh, yeah, I'd rather so watch. Inter- who would watch? Who oh would rather watch God. an Oilers game where they win seven three, or watch the Flames and Rangers beat the shit out of each other for three periods? This is what the NHL has created: the worst five on five team in the in the league, with the best power play yeah, in so the league, really- can make the playoffs. Go figure. All right. Lucic in 13 minutes and 39 seconds of ice time in the most intense, what many are saying, best game of the season. This is when your leaders come out to play, right? Mm -hmm. Stat sheet. Shots on net. Zero. Scoring chances. Zero. Shot attempts. Zero. Hits, two. Hits taken, four. Gets absolutely obliterated. Well, he didn't get obliterated, but I've, I haven't seen Lucic get like that. And was he's played? How many seasons of this bullshit have you been? Is this thirty fourth? Uh, we are up to four. Have you ever seen him get hit like that in no. four seasons? No. I haven't. I was shocked there was no retribution. It's Lucic. I was for about one millisecond, and then I was like, no, that's that's about right. So there's your stat line in that intensive game with a players getting obliterated around you. Legit obliterated. And I know this is a topic of conversation still. Oh, I don't like the fight after the green hit. Well, then don't watch it. Who well, cares? and here's the other thing. That's pretty much the only way your fighting remains in the game. Because there's not very many fights that occur otherwise. I still like the fights regardless. Oh, yeah. And 
when you see fucking Chris Tanev drop the myths with Truba, guys are fucking dude. I guess I I don't remember Jacob Truba being that big of a force, dude. Like when he was with Winnipeg, didn't he suck? He's the captain of the Rangers. Well, Sam Bennett. And he's obliterating players. Beat the crap out of him once, but. Like, he had a hell of a game against us. He was awesome. He was the difference maker. He was their captain. He was their best player. He was their difference maker. Yeah, compare, compare his that stat sheet with Lucic's. And it's not like Truba's an offensive guy or anything. He probably had more shots on that. He probably had more scoring chances. He probably had more shot attempts. He played defense. Spent fucking 10 minutes plus in the box. Did you even challenge him, Lucic? No. Why? Can't be right. How about one night? Can't be a riot every night. Gonna be can't, one can't night be a riot, riot one night, okay? One night a season? No. Is that too much to ask? I, I mean, I'm he did so... Have, he did I'm, have a couple fights recently, but, like, dude, if you I, suck that bad, and apparently the only reason why you still have a fucking massive contract and we're keeping you around... is because of your leadership... On a team that can't fucking get up for games? A game against Detroit? On a weekly basis? Not prepared? He's a bullshit leader, dude. Yeah. And we always knew it, right? Like, we were always like, what's the word? What's this great leadership? What is this? Do leaders dye their hair blonde? Your... Yeah. <laughs> when they go to Mexico, is my question. <laughs> and I'm, Perfectly I'm not, put. I'm not... Making fun of anybody, I'm just doing it for a laugh, folks. But like that's dude, his hair being blonde, the dying of it, and during this fucking Mexico extravaganza, which it looked like he was still stuck in Margaritaville halfway through that Rangers game. That's why he got clocked, probably. He's fucking probably singing fucking what's the who sings that? Come on, you know. I don't know. People listening are like, fucking, they don't know who sings that. <laughs> Wasting away in Margaritaville. Ah, uh, why don't, oh, Jimmy Buffett. He's singing, he's probably was pl- singing Jimmy that Buffett, in his head. Playing in the most intense, Dang. in the most intense game of the season. One of the best hockey games you're going to watch. One of the best matchups you'll solve. There's Lucci's fucking singing fucking Margaritaville to himself, going down the ice. <laughs> Great leader, though. Just the best. Better, than, will, better than Kachuk. Oh, way better. Can't be right every night. See how, you, see how angry Kachuk got at? How embarrassing was that? It's embarrassing. He's got to learn to control that. He's got to learn how to control his emotions. We don't want that. We don't want emotion. We don't want to play hard. We don't want frustration. Shows weakness. So does losing fucking every game in overtime. Setting records. What's the record? We're going to break the record. Well, as far as I can tell, the record is 18 in like the modern era, 18 overtime losses. We're at 11, and there's a lot of games left to be played, so should have no problem getting to that. Well, if the fucking the team can't win a goal by more than one, probably going to have, what, 20 more overtime games? Easy. We're on pace for, we're on pace for so we're probably going to lose 18 more. We'll obliterate that record. Uh, that's what we're on pace for. Win one every seven games. 
We have 11 just, loser points. Just got to get away with some trips. And... How do we have some more points than the Avalanche? I guess we have three more games played. That's how. So, And we're only four points back of the Oilers. Like, how? This is so <laughs> insane. The Oilers are 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. And we are four points back of them with, like, it's just, like, the most cobbled together. Oh, it's just insane, man. So it's loser points, man. You could you could lose every single game of overtime in the season, and yeah. maybe make the maybe make, make the playoffs. It. Yep, we can. You could go winless. <laughs> hey but man, imagine, they, the man, Flames. Dude, I'm sorry, but those loser points—they don't feel good. I oh, need they're wins. awful. Totally I need the win. I need the win, man. So I don't sit why... there and think, "Oh, good, I'm glad we got the overtime to get that point." I'm like. Oh, well, I was saying that for the first 12 times. Now I'm not. I'm yeah. Sick of, I'm sick of it, dude. Maybe when it's against the Avalanche or against like a good team, when it's Ottawa and Columbus and Chicago. and Yeah, or maybe if you came back for once. I guess they did against the Rangers, but then they so the other way around. Fuck, there is that going here. Got to fix that. Anyways, Lucic's blonde hair made more highlight reel than any of us played it. A week coming back. I mean, it's probably made more highlights than any of his play in the last four years has. So, remember when he was scored like eight goals, five hole all in a row, probably trying to shoot top shelf every time. <laughs> Why doesn't he shoot five hole? Because he never was trying to. I just, oh man, because eh? he's always Why, trying to go. Remember shelf? when he was scoring five hole? Why does he keep doing that? Because he wasn't trying. It just was missing a shot. I can't believe Milan Lucic lasted Matthew Kachuk. As a flame. Oh my god. Mind blowing to me. Wow. That's depressing. Yep. The season yeah. has job, just Brad. the season has just been it's okay. We got for a leak for an extra 20 games. It's <laughs> yeah, worth right. fucking losing. We're gonna be competitive. Job. Yeah, it's totally worth it. It was worth Losing yeah. your fucking greatest player since Jerome again. Well, I mean, Johnny's up there, but it was worth it on this trajectory that Kachuk's in. Yeah, no, don't lock him up. We want a bridge deal so we can keep Froelich around for 10 more games. It's just like every time I think they're going to get on, it's like, okay, this looks like it's finally on track, kind of. And then, nope. You're finally going to win a couple games in a row. Two really good games. Blow it. The goalie lets in the last three shots of the game to lose. Let's in the second shot of the game and the last three. Like, you can't, and this is the thing, you can't, just to bring this back to goaltending, like, you cannot, remember when Smith, those games, Smith would just lose you? You can't, no matter how well you play, you can't outplay bad goaltending. It's like well, a, rule, it wears, it's a dude, fundamental it, rule. It wears on you mentally. Totally. And... I, I know we were talking about this and the media was talking about it for a while because for a few days I was listening to the fan like quite a bit. And like everyone, all the media is like, no, no, these crazy fans and their theories. <laughs> they don't play any different in front of Markstrom than they do Vladar. Right. It's fucking just a random coincidence. No, it's one's, not. One goalie is 10 and fucking whatever in their last and the other one's zero and ten is coincidence. How about he lets in the fucking first sometimes two goals 
in the first five shots of the game, every fucking game. You know what that's like? Like you're on a long road trip. It's like, hey, if we just win this one, you're feeling good. Maybe you just won a game. You're like, hey, let's wrap this up. Two minutes into the game, you're down. It's like, fuck. Now what? Feels good. I mean, you watch the the Oilers early in the season. They're losing all their games. And they're always playing down. Like they're, right? Yeah. And you, you have, like you get you get to watch McDavid and Drysdale when they're losing. That's so so much fun. Hey? But like yeah, it's really challenging because you're always trying to come back. It gets exhausting. Are you telling me it's not mentally exhausting? Your goaltender lets in the first one of five shots. Sometimes it's doesn't he does it twice every single game. That that's that doesn't get mentally like when it happens. You're like oh my god, he did it again. It's happening again. Okay, we're down. We're two minutes into the game. We're down. Shit. On a team that struggles to score goals and very much relies on, like, playing a consistent... They have their third-string goalie, and we have eight shots. He hasn't let one in. We have our Vesna, fucking whatever it was last season, 6.5 million. Two goals? Five minutes in. So, yeah, like... That's why they don't play well. As well, because they're always playing behind the eight ball to start the games. Well, and factor in back-breaking goals too, right? Well, as a player, like, like even if you're not, if you're trying not to, you can't help it. It's like, you, we did the thing with Smith. Oh, it was unreal. I remember, that, remember at the end, when Rick took over his number one role? It's because you never knew when it was going to go in. Like, you were always worried he was going to let a goal in. Now with Markstrom, like the start of the game, it's it's not even a joke anymore. After like after, dude, we're three weeks in, and they're like, okay, he's done it seven times already this season, or whatever. The first shot. And I remember like this is like two months ago. I do a tweet and like, is he let the first goal in or the first shot in? Dude, that was two months ago. And he hasn't even changed anything yet. He's still doing it. Well, and this t- it's weird. The team is, again, this has just been the pattern. It's like, they've been playing fine. That's what's been so frustrating to me is like, hey, I'm looking at the numbers. I'm watching them play. Just like everything they're doing indicates they should be one of the better teams in the league. And they're just not. Oh, they're the same team it's as like, they were last year, except for one category. And if you think about that in context, that's nothing short of a miracle that they're scoring goal like that they're similar in a similar uh, strata of goal scoring as they were last year, having lost being the first team in history to lose two hundred point players and having the guy who was coming supposed to come in and replace them be on pace for the biggest drop off in points. It's a miracle that they're that they've been able to score goals at the rate they have this year, right? Like everybody calling for Daryl's head. It's like this guy has done freaking miracle work with how they've been playing given the personnel and how the personnel is performed based on what they lost. You can't get a save. No, it's, dude, come on. It's Sarah's fault that he real sucks. Yeah, right. It's, this is a this is a fun one. It's, the, it's the system's fault. You know, the right. exact same one that brought us a division title last season and gave yeah. us our first first playoff win against Dallas. It's, it's, it's that guy's fault. It's that it's one. That, right. It's that system. It's weird how it's so... How pretty much everybody no, we had, can learn it. 
Look, Johnny Johnny had 100, 100 plus points, Chucky too, but they had each other. It, right. But it was they somehow they found a way to beat the system. But that's you know they're the outliers. Here's the thing: it's Daryl's fault that Huberto is Huberto is the outlier. Daryl's fault that Huberto does a spin around every time he touches the puck. It's Daryl's fault. Or is you know, three on three? Huberto is giving breakaway passes to the opponent while he himself has the puck in front of the net alone. <laughs> That's the thing that cracks me up, right? That's like people, Daryl's fault, bro. Yeah. Like, what does Daryl have an earpiece in him going, Jonathan, don't shoot that. Don't shoot that puck right in front of that. Turn it over behind your back so they it's, get a breakaway. Oh, good it's job. Daryl's fault that when you're playing Detroit and your team needs a goal because it's one goal against Detroit, you've only scored one goal. It's a one goal game. You've only scored one goal. You need a big goal. You need something. It's Daryl's fault that he has zero shot attempts. So, um, by my math, Coleman, Dubé, Backland, Anderson, Caudry, Lindholm are all on pace to near like their career average slash second. Anderson for sure is going to. That's break not. His career that's high. not. That's not because of Daryl. Tofoli's going to. That smash. has nothing to do with the system. Tofoli's on pace to smash his no, career high goals points. System man. Um. That's so what it is. It's kind of weird that um you know. Everybody on the team except for that's the Huberto that's, is that's the system's fault. Okay, mm, it's, it's weird. Just it's pretty odd. If you just removed I, my favorite has been like seventh the, in the league and scoring is not good. It's system's fault, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. And and what what part of the system is it? Which which part? You know the system. Which well, the one which that hinders, the, one that hinders the one that hinders creativity, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Daryl's just got a shock collar on him, and anytime he tries to make a spin play, he should maybe use the shock collar more. <laughs> maybe that's why he's spinning so much. <laughs> oh fuck! Such a stupid argument. I, it was funny. I heard this is a good move. This is a good move. example of like I think because people throw this out there, right? Like, well, Daryl's the only reason Huberto. If Daryl wasn't here, Huberto would be. It's his system that's hindering him, and he's just. He'd be a hundred point player without Daryl. Exactly. I like, can't even I, fucking skate. Exactly. Like, have you watched the games? Come on. Give me a you, have to, you have to look for this fucking guy. Right. And like, oh, because Daryl wants him to be responsible, not turn the puck over and check in all three zones. He's uh, suddenly can't score. If you can't do those things, if you, if, if, the, if that's too much to ask, then I think you're in a bit of trouble there. But I thought a good example of this, as I heard somebody going off about the, about these two, the, the, the Daryl has ruined Huberto topic. Oh, he's never going to work with his coach. But then simultaneously, like the he was breaking down the Detroit game and being like, "Oh, Zadorov, what's he doing on that two-on-one goal?" Well, he's being active in the rush. Like I don't know if you guys have watched the Flames. Zadorov has like nine goals this year. The Flames activate their D like freaking crazy. I don't see anybody saying like. Man, Daryl Sutter's deactivate too much, and they're getting burned on two on ones a lot this year. No, they don't say that, even though they do. It's just like people don't know what they're talking about. Dude, that was you're, I kind of forgot about that Zidoro play. I mean, it's a bad, it's a worse play by Rzichka. That's like that's why he's not playing the last two games because it's the freaking laziest back check I've seen in a while. But it's just funny it's how people like cherry free. pick, right? It's like Zidorov. Well, he fucks up, but he's up there because the Flames activate their D a lot. 
Like he's up there searching, sniffing for offense. Well, it wasn't really being up there. Like, there's three guys humping each other in the crease. Like, <laughs> well, he's an idiot. But what was that? That was that was bad. Which the Detroit one? No, like that's the the Rangers in overtime. Oh shit! No, I'm talking about the Detroit game. The oh, Rangers yeah. See, one in no, overtime I'm... is like full fledged. Okay, what, what are I... you doing, bro? That's what I thought you were talking about. Have you seen the was... screenshot of that? Yeah, three players humping each other in the crease. Zadorov about what, like uh, a stick blade away from the puck, somehow goes behind the goal line. Oh my god! Takes the goalie out of the play. Someone else came in there. Well, I like how Markstrom is like apparently on the other side of the freaking rink for some reason, too, just to make one save. (laughs) Seriously, like I said this at the time. Sorry, we're jumping all over the place here. But like with Markstrom, when he was acquired and we had Woodley on, it was like I said this. It was like they need to hire Ian Clark, the Vancouver goalie coach, because like if you look at Markstrom's numbers, he has not been a very good goalie in his entire career. Should have hired you, Ian Clark. Said it at the time. You would think that if did they respond, did they carry any responsibility? I'm not shitting on the goalie coach. I think it's more Markstrom's fault than anybody. But yeah, but is that a thing? Like, do they would they get fired after your goaltender sucks that bad? Remember <laughs> what game was it when Daryl sent the goalie coach out to do the press after Markstrom like had a terrible game? What game was that? that? There was a game last year. Was it in the playoffs? I can't remember. Marshall was terrible. And in press, Daryl sent LaBarbera out to do the press. It was fucking awesome. That's classic. <laughs> He's so dude. awesome. That's classic. So I don't know. I don't know how you break this team down anymore. Like, they they need a – here's a place to start. Put Vladar in. Give him – Well, the that's what now. I'm saying, dude. That's Even where you have to start. You, I think you're – I think I'm right. I think you're right. You, like, you need to – Free a change. Now it should have been like done before. Every but now look, for the past 13 starts. Every single time they announce Markstrom, everybody's like, why? Why? And he loses again. He gets the win in Buffalo, but dude, he's got one win. Buffalo was like his first win in what nine games? Eight games? Yeah, it was a long time. Before that game that he won against Buffalo, his prior win was in Jan- January 6th against the Islanders. Start him! And in that hey. span, in that span, he, he lost to Chicago twice, let in nine goals against the Blackhawks, lost to St. Louis, lost to Nashville, lost to Colorado, lost to New York, lost to Ottawa. These aren't the world, these aren't the best teams in the league. That's for sure. No, it's not. I mean, yeah, it is. Not for sure. They're not. They're Look, still and I, and I, still only is, four points back Edmonton. I get the argument. In a lot of those goals, Flames scored one goal. But maybe there is something, obviously. Mentally, fucking, it's challenging with Markstrom. Something's going on. It's mentally challenges to watch. That's for sure. <sighs> and the power play still sucks. It was kind of maybe better tonight for the first one and then sucked the rest of the night. Well, I guess I'm looking at the Detroit game. Oh, my God. Well, but, they had a power play with, what, two minutes left in that game? 
and in the Rangers game too. It was like, here's your chance, guys. Make an impact, best players. Nope. At least um, the, the power play scored against Buffalo, didn't they? One or two? Yeah, it's fully had one. And I think one or, had one. At least they're setting it up. Wow, what a change. Crazy. It was so... I was just getting used to them just kind of... I, I have to say, to I, get I'm not... Puck, uh, yeah. Trying to get the puck in the zone and then just kind of making a couple of plays towards I'm not net, missing like. Rasmus Anderson on the first power play unit, I can tell you that. What was it? They had Uyghur against. No, they had freaking Hannafin. I don't know why Uyghur doesn't get any chance. Well, it was Uyghur until he fucking was giving the other team breakaways. Yeah, I guess. That's and I still sure. don't like to cut him from that. Like, you know, I want to see more. But yeah, I agree. Hannafin. It's like the least offensive, offensively skilled. Like the least hockey IQ you can ever imagine. And you know what? Like, Put Stone there. I don't care what anybody says about puck moving defenseman on the power play. If you had that guy blasting bombs, at least create some offense. At least you have a threat up there. Like it would work. Like I, I would take that ten times out of ten over like Hannafin, like doinking around at the blue line. Fuck, does he doink around a lot? He's a fucking doinker. I don't think he doinks as much as Anderson, though. He's those those wide swaths where he puts gets himself out of the blue line. No, that's what I'm talking about. Anderson. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, just whatever. I don't care about modern power play tactics. Get the guy back there and blast it. Blast it! I don't care. Just freaking unload it. They're probably worried about their players getting hurt, eh? Good. He's going to take 10 more shots of the net with traffic, our own traffic in front? Fucking work for Almacus. Because he could snipe. Yeah, the power play. It's still. Oh, okay, it's, bad... it's better. But I mean, how much of it is just to fully get snipe? Uh, that's literally all it comes down to at this point. Um, Peltier looks good on the power play. He looks but good everywhere. He does. I think he can dish it pretty good. He was trying some cross crease passes. The only concern I have with Pelche is I think the power play is going to bring him down. <laughs> yeah. Slow it down, Jacob. We don't do things fast here. Jacob, don't try and Slow set it up. Slow it down. We're just we going to ram it around the rosy and flip it in there. <laughs> That's totally what it is. The Calgary Flames power play is ring it around the rosy and flip it. Okay, to do that enough times to get one every once in a while. Okay, what's what are we twenty fifth in the league? Yeah, it's twenty fifth of forty nine. There, there's your other big stat. Yeah. We were top ten last year, or at least pushing top ten. Twenty fifth, goaltending twenty fifth, power play twenty fifth. Can't can't score a big goal ever, ever to ever save your life. I think there was one game I remember tweeting after, like, is that the first game all season that Barbie actually scored you? Yeah, it was the Kadri goal against the freaking Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> it was a while ago. So it hasn't had any big goals since eh? And I, it, it's even a freaking, like, to say Markstrom was like 29th in save percentage. That's the combined five on five save percentage. Like, Markstrom, if you look at his like numbers total, it's just like, man, he's not good. Dude, what's with overtime? Like, what's when we take, used to be good. What's, in your overtime? Take, 
What's your take on it? Is it just why do we suck so bad three on three? How, why is it that every time we go to overtime, I'm expecting a loss? I'm I am shocked. When it's got to be a confidence. Overtime is weird. I even mean, against, it helps even against Columbus, but I, I'm yeah. still shocked when when Dylan Dubé scores. When Montupani and Dylan Dubé come down at two and one, a I'm shocked. The, the pass gets we have a two on one, and there's a shot on net. I can't I can't believe there's a shot on net. I'm shocked we win the game. Well, I think it's just as a like a representation of the bigger issue. They don't have enough skilled guys who can score goals and create offense, right? Like you throw Backlin and Lindholm out there, and it's like. Those are yeah, two good players. You, They're not like need, super elite skill who can like make shit happen like Johnny Gaudreau used to. Or like, but Connor do you does need all that? Time. Do you know those skilled players when you guy have a guy like Jonathan Hubert, 115 points? Who you have to can't even put out in overtime? So that's a league record for assists. Why, why can't he set up a goal? Sure, be nice, dude. Why he set up like five goals this year? How many primary assists does he have? I'm gonna look it up right now. Not very many. I do not recall him setting up. Well, and more, right, you could, that's the other thing that keeps athlete. pissing me off is like he had that every game, like, okay, the game in Buffalo is like, hey, there's a pretty good game from Huberto and his line. Can he build on that? No. I mean, and he was okay tonight, but again, you should, you should be better than okay against Ottawa in a one goal game when you need to win. Dude, if you're an elite status in the realm of the, you know, I'm in the realm of Huberto, where where he's supposed to be. You can be okay five times a year. That's it. Mm -hmm. He is on the that, and the, the rest here. You have to be great or good, good to great. You can be okay five times a year. You can stink twice if you're in that realm. He's been okay. Five times a year and then sucked. <laughs> Are we shit on him too hard? No. Because he, he, he has, dude, he has, has 30... he been great one game? No, he hasn't put his stamp on one game. Well, he's he's helped us win a couple. Like he's he's Florida he's, shootout game. But I'm talking like, oh wow, he had an unreal game. Right? It's just like okay, yeah, he helped he scored a big he scored a big goal in, in the shootout. But the game as a whole. Is that the you know? Yeah. Like when was there a game where like wow he dominated that game? Mm -hmm. Gilbert scores against Buffalo. Gets this first. Fuck the floodgates! Your shirt opened right up with that game, eh? Yeah. Where was that against Detroit? They're saving it. Right. Lucic told them, guys. Can't we can't score every. We can't, we can't score, score every night. Every night, guys. We can't have floodgates every night. Yeah, I don't know about the overtime, dude, but it's just I don't know. It's a confidence thing. It's a skill thing. I don't know. It's, it's Huberto sucks thing. Huberto, our best player. You can't even put your best player out because he turns the puck over every time. So you have to put your two best defensive players out and try to like just weather the storm at first. Thing. Why did he did he do uh, Dubé and Manchapani together? No, he tonight he went Lindholm, Backlund. Maybe he did do Dubé, Kadri, Toffoli. 
And then Hubert and Pelche are out for about eight seconds before they got scored on. Look, dude. It worked. The one game it worked. What worked? The connection of Manji Pony and Dubay. I don't remember that anymore. I get frustrated with Daryl. The thing is, like tonight wouldn't even be that big of a deal because like you played you dominated the whole game. Like tonight wouldn't be a big deal if this if you hadn't blown fifty eight other games this year that you should have won. That's what's annoying. If you weren't setting a franchise record or league record, yeah, on pace for breaking a league record for not winning in overtime, like the like fact the whole story of this, yeah. the whole story of this year is like just team just just couldn't, just can't, 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 they just can't, and that's what sports is. You won't like as a fan, like that's why you watch for the. Uh. So you get a lot of cock teas this year and fucking no. <clears throat> oh, dude, this is what I texted about 55 people after that Buffalo game. I was like, is this a real turnaround? Is this the TSN turning point? Or is this the classic tease? And the worst part, what? It, it was almost <laughs> stupid freaking turning point. Two minutes. It was the ultimate tease, bro. It was they like they you. teased you exactly. They had you relaxed. Yeah, I was like, oh hey, yeah. Just Phew. as soon as, dude, as soon as that's what it was. As soon as I, as soon as, oh. I was, as soon as I relaxed, they just stuck right in there. Fuck. So yeah, All right, we're coming home, Detroit Rangers and Philly. Another afternoon game against Philly on a Monday. What holiday is this? Must be Family Day, February. February or February? February. What is this rue? Is there is there a pinkish hue? A hue? There's a hue. Seriously, the Flames are gonna drive us to do a Seinfeld podcast at this rate. Right, I so you enjoy here's, it here's here's how the week is gonna go, folks. You got Detroit, Rangers, and Philly. Here's how it's gonna go. You're gonna lose to Detroit in overtime. And you're going to be like, okay, well, at least they got a point after a long road trip, first game back, blah, blah, blah. Let's see what they do against the Rangers. You're going to beat the Rangers. Everybody's going to be like, okay, and they're going to lose to Philly. That's the most probable, likely outcome based on what we've been watching for the last 12, 14 weeks, however long it's been. They haven't won four games in a row this season. Have they lost? Oh man, these overtime things are driving me nuts, dude. It's insane. Because there's no. Uh, I need the. Uh, I need the. I need the extra high dopamine until that buzzer goes in Ottawa and you clinch the win. Well, and it's like that. That's why you feel like against Buffalo the other day. Like I was like you. You just like it's like you're getting when you actually have something good. You're just like it's like I don't know. It's like the dopamine. You're just that's what it must be. There's a. You're missing that. And then when you get it, you're like, oh, yes, we're actually good. Oh, it's going to be fine. Only a few points back the Oilers. Let's go. Let's get on a run. So you just go on these, like, these, you go so long without a huge, do- without a dopamine hit, you know, that just when you get one, it's just like out of control. It's not <laughs> regulated properly. No. And that's why I, I'm like coming to the games and I don't expect one anymore. 
I try not to, and then they play because Buffalo, I think, and I'm like, here I we think, go, awesome. I think there's a reverse, too. There has to be. There's a like reverse. What is, what's the opposite of dopamine? There's got to be negative emotions you feel, too. It's not just because you're mad you didn't get your dopamine hit. Well, serotonin. Doesn't that suppress? Suppresses something. No, I think serotonin's good, too. Yeah. I feel like our, all hormones are probably good, but. It's just too boring. Don't feel anything. Yeah. It's the only way you can deal with this. I think I fucking watched the Wayne Gretzky and Connor McDavid commercial Connor 10 Wayne times Goff. a period. Why? We don't need to see more of him. No, do the we? The All-Star game wasn't enough for you? You need him in the commercials too? Like, is it like... Wasn't enough I mean, I for get you? It. I get it. If you're, it's a highlight commercial, sure. You know, let's see the goalie scored against us and put us out of the, the playoffs. Let's see it again. Now you got to watch him fucking these cringe things. With, is that not cringe, dude? Him and Wayne trying to act? Connor, stick to the hockey, bro. You can't act. Your robot eye acts up too, too much. All right, man. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Let's wrap it up. I want to ask you closing thought. I know we're all over the place, but dude, we're covering a week. That's what happens. But you said after Buffalo, because I know you're posting some good stuff for the season as a whole. Freaking try. There's still a lot to hang on to and look at in terms of. There's a lot of positive takeaways still amidst all this. That you said you're not going to buy in unless they, they don't have you back fully unless they beat Ottawa and they didn't. The overtime loss, is that kind of like where you at? Do you need to see well, something particular in this this homestand? Again, it's like the it's like the North Division year where it's, it's not quite like that because they're actually playing good hockey for the most part. But it's like then it was just always like, well, we're still in it. There's just a few points back, and we got a sh- bunch of shitty teams to play, right? Like, just there's just still 30 games left. Like, that's what's insane. All it would take is like a five game win streak, and you're in. That's it. Not even if you go like 4 0 and 1, if you can go like in 10 games, like 7 1 and 2 or something. Any kind of streak, and you're totally in it. That's what's insane. And that's what just prevents you from being like, no, this sucks. Against a whole bunch of of weaker opponents. Like, nobody in this race can seem to get out of their own way. Like, again, the Oilers have gone 8, what, they were 8-0-2 until they lost the other night, and now they're 7-1-2, and we're only four points back. That's insane. Seattle and and Oilers are tied. You are four amidst all this absolute horseshit. You're four points out of a divisional playoff spot. You're two Huberto assists in overtime away from seriously a playoff spot. That's it. You're two Markstrom doesn't completely shit the bed. Your team Markstrom doesn't fucking let in the last three shots of the game or. Two out of the first five shots 
for the fifth straight game. So it's like, I want to be like, yeah, I'm done. So I'm going to just be like, yeah, I'll be emotionless. But you can't, they're not out of it. They're still right in the freaking middle of it. It's crazy. Yeah, they really are. Snapshot right now as of tonight. I mean, Colorado has three games in hand. They're only one point back. They're shooting, man. Like, there's no way they're, they're going to make, make it. it unless they get absolutely decimated by injuries again, which but, bars are right now. But but then even if they bump you, you're still tied with Minnesota with 61 points. So now you're battling with a team that you probably could beat in a play. Like, put five right. games together, right? Five. That's it. Is it that hard to ask, Lucic? Can you? Can it be a riot for five? Could you get your heart rate up for five? Dude, you're talking about this guy is Cal Broad, dude. Well, it's not like he's going to do anything, but he just show some leadership. Get the fucking team ready. Remember Let's after the, remember in the bubble year, another thing to add to his great leadership when it was like they won three games in a row. It was like, oh, and then we thought it was going to be pretty easy. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess it wasn't. Yeah, I guess, uh, you we know. Went on our break. Yeah, we just never really ever did anything after that. Wow. Oh, here's some later. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, it's not Lucci's fault. It's not Daryl's fault. It's Markstrom's fault. And it's you, and it's you, brother's fault. <laughs> cushion. Cushion is a pillow with feathers. Everyone that thought I was a liability in the playoffs, you can kiss my ass.